Alright guys, hi, welcome to another podcast. Um, We're starting a new season, yay, so excited. This season is basically a series on true freedom, um, discussing some of the bondages that we as young women face, and then discussing how to find our freedom, um, despite being in those bondages, um, to find our freedom through Christ. And this season is going to be more geared toward uh, me openly sharing about my personal experiences, um, but also bringing in other people, also um, sharing other perspectives and other stories as well, um, because my goal now in this season is to share what I have learned um, and to provide a platform and an opportunity for other young women to share what they have learned and also learn from each other as well to create more of a community. Um, The past season was mostly just me uploading various um, just voice memos from my own recordings because I wanted a safe place to keep all of them. But in this current season that I'm in, I feel like I have gotten to the point where I have a lot of textbook knowledge Um, as far as reading the Bible, understanding what it's saying, getting the concepts down. But now I feel like it's more so application, learning how to apply that. And that is what I will be discussing here in this podcast season now, season two of Young Women After God's Heart. Not only are we after God's heart, first we had to learn about God's heart, right? We had to learn about who he is, what's his nature, what's his character. Now we're chasing after it. Now we're saying, what do we have to do to let go of the bondages that we're in to to trip, take off every weight that's holding us back, like Paul said, and run this race so that we can run after God's heart? And so, yeah, needless to say, that is what we will be doing um, on this podcast from now on in season two. And I hope that you all are going to enjoy this podcast um, and that it just creates a community environment where you feel at home and you feel welcomed um, and that you're also learning and learning how to apply various uh, concepts to your life. So before we begin, we're just going to start off in prayer and then we'll go ahead and jump into um, the topic for today. So, dear Lord, as we come before you in your presence, God, we pray that the Holy Spirit rests upon each and every one of us, Lord, that we feel encouraged that we feel enlightened that we feel empowered to do your will lord that the holy spirit comes within us lord and that you empower us to speak your word lord to chase after your heart god we're getting tired (laughs) running this race is tiring lord but we want to learn how to run this race through christ god we want true freedom through christ lord we want to strip off every weight that is holding us back and fully just run toward you god Our desire is to be with you. Our desire is for our hearts to align with you, God. And we want to do this in every way possible, Lord. And we pray that this podcast, not just this episode, but every single episode henceforth, will be able to reach our spirits, Lord, encourage us, inspire us, enlighten us, and help us to chase after your heart, Lord, because we are young women after your heart. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, let's get this party started. So today's passage is about fear. (laughs) And I feel like fear is a bondage that has really been holding tightly onto a lot of us. It really has been holding its grip on many of our hearts, many of our minds, many of our spirits. But in the Bible, 
in first timothy or second timothy i don't recall which one and i don't recall the specific verse but it says that the lord has not given us a spirit of fear or a spirit of being timid but he has given us a spirit of sound mind um and i feel like that's what a lot of us need right now a lot of us need a sound mind just a mind that is not so pulled in every single direction a mind that is sound that is at peace that is calm um recently i've been facing a lot of uh just new obstacles it's not necessarily to say that these obstacles are difficult but they just are in a new form you know and by me facing these obstacles in a new form it's made me feel as if well wait you know god was with me before he helped me with those obstacles before but is he gonna help me with these obstacles because anytime you're faced with a new obstacle a new challenge or various new obstacles and various new challenges sometimes you think well is god in this you know what i mean you start thinking like i know he's done it before but this looks a little bit different um and i've been i recently um, in the past two weeks have been um, at college in tampa a university of south florida and it's been quite an adventure it's been quite a ride already we've already you know started school getting in the full swing of things and so just various challenges which i'm about to list out have been beating me down let me be honest they have been beating me down as much of an adventure as this has been and as much fun as i have been having um and as much of a blessing it has been to attend school during this time it is still a lot of stress, a lot of worry, and a lot of fear that has been entering my heart. Um, so some of the challenges that I have been facing, first of all, moving away from my parents. This is my first time ever being away from my parents for longer than a couple of days. Um, so I am currently back home right now for the Labor Day weekend, but for the past two weeks, I have not returned home. And so that's been a little bit of a struggle or a little bit of a, not struggle, more so of a challenge, um, because... I no longer have people that I can depend on, you know, that community that is always there inside my home with me, you know. So now I have to find different resources and different ways to build that community, you know, around me and try to, you know, have people that I can encourage and who can encourage me as well. Um, and also just, you know, people to do the little small things for me, like cooking dinner or doing laundry or just various things like that has made me more appreciative of my mother because I could just put my laundry basket downstairs and she already had it done. Now I gotta do my own laundry. You mean to tell me I have to learn how to use the washing machines downstairs and figure it out? <laughs> what? So that has been a challenge. It's just learning how to um, go into adulthood, learning how to depend on be independent and also be codependent because there are certain things that you have to learn to do independently. You can't wait and depend on somebody else to do your laundry for you now. But at the same time, you also have to recognize that everything is not meant for you to do alone. And so it's just um, getting it to that point where we learn how to be independent, but not isolated and alone. Because sometimes when you become independent, you get so focused on, I got to do this, I got to do that, I got to do that, instead of recognizing that you have other people that you can go to um, and turn to for help. And so sometimes that has been a little bit of a challenge, but we're overcoming that. Uh, another challenge has been uh, simply just finding a good community. And um, that challenge is being overcome currently because of the group that I'm in, the Bible study group I'm in called Navigators. But at first it was a really difficult challenge for me to overcome. And I'm still not fully overcoming it, but it was a difficult for me to overcome because 
I wanted a community who was tight with me, who was really close with me, you know? Um, I wanted a family, essentially, with me at Tampa, and I don't have that. So now I have to learn to depend solely on God, you know? Before I could depend on my family, kind of help me out, kind of bounce back off of them, but now it's just me and God, yo. Like, I don't know who all shares the same core values as me, who all um, will connect with me in that way. And I have met a really great group of girls, um, in the Navigators, um, Bible study group, and they're amazing. I absolutely love them. And we're all so close already. And we just had one meeting. Um, but at the same time, it's still through Zoom and it's still, um, not as, uh, personal in a way. It's still very personal, but not as personal as it could be because we're not all on campus and we're not all together. You know what I mean? Um, and they're still not my family <laughs> at the end of the day. Family is family. And so um, that has been another challenge of over that I have been trying to overcome. Another challenge is just making sure that I have the correct amount of devotional time. I mean, I've been getting so stressed out lately with schoolwork and with, you know, just reading and doing assignments that I haven't really like carved out and now I have to carve it like I have to get a knife out and carve that thing like a turkey I have to carve out time for God and I haven't really been doing that I haven't really been putting my foot to the throttle and saying this is what we're going to do so that has been another challenge it's just finding ways to incorporate daily devotional in my life um, and it may not be the same way every single day or every single time but just making sure that I have that standard time where I'm saying this is the time I'm setting aside for God um in a sense um tithing tithing my time to God saying Lord you have given me all day (laughs) I need to take at least one hour or 30 minutes of that day and devote it completely to you learning to pray um and I've already I already know how to read the Bible and do soap and stuff like that but now it's like I need to learn to pray, like to actually pray, like to fully get in prayer um, and just clothe myself daily in Christ, fully clothe myself daily in his word um, and in prayer and in worship. And so that's something that has been a huge challenge because I've been trying to adjust to my schedule and all of that stuff. And I've I've low key kind of been slacking because I've been um, so focused on tasks and not focused on God, you know. Um, And there have been a couple of scriptures that have really um, impacted me and encouraged me um, as I was focusing more on um, my tasks and not God. And so I'm going to try to pull those up real quick. Um, Let's see. I'm trying to find it, like, really quickly, but it's not, it's not coming up. Okay, so, this is the scripture that reminded me that I need to continuously, every single day, put on Christ, you know, Um, because it's a choice. Every single day, you get up, you change your clothes, and you get ready for the day. Likewise, when we get up every single day as Christians, we're supposed to put on Christ every single day, new, every single day, because... Yeah, I could transfer over the next day. Yeah, you can wear the same clothes the next day. But after a while, the clothes start getting faint and you need to change. You know, it's not fresh. So we need to put on Christ every single day. And in Colossians chapter 3, verse 12, in the message version, it says, So chosen by God for this new life of love, 
which that I feel applies to me because now I'm in this new life of love, no longer a life of just follow, quote unquote following God, but now I'm in a life of love where I, I am in a place where I have to um, practice loving people even if they don't agree with me, loving people even if I don't know them, being Christ, being like Christ um, to all the people that I meet. Um, it says, so cho- chosen by God for this new life of love, dress in the wardrobe God picked out for you. So this tells me God picked these out and said, hey, where it is today. He says we're compassion, kindness, humility, quiet strength, discipline, be even-tempered, content with second place, quick to forgive an offense. Forgive as quickly and completely as the master forgave you, and regardless of what else you put on, wear love. It is your basic all-purpose garment. Never be without it. And some days I forget to be putting this stuff on. Some days I forget that, oh, I need to put this on so that I can truly live in freedom. Because if you don't have these on, then whatever you're wearing is not going to fully, it's going to restrict you. Whatever else you're wearing that is not what God picked out for you is going to be restrictive. You ever got some clothes and you thought it was going to be so good? You thought it was going to be so dope. You was like, I'm excited to put these clothes on. I'm excited to wear this to school. And you put that thing on and it's so uncomfortable. You can't even move. Your arms are like stretched out and you're just stuck. You feel stuck. You feel limited. And God is like, no, when you put on compassion, when you put on kindness and humility and quiet strength, when you put on discipline, it's like such comfortable clothes. It's so comfortable. And not only is it comfortable, but you're able to wear it out in public. It's like your pajamas, but you can wear it out in public. He says, be even tempered and content with second place. Nobody wants to be in second place. Everybody wants to be at the first place. But he says, no, be like Christ. Put on Christ every single day because Christ is compassion. Christ is kindness. Christ is humble. Christ has quiet strength. Christ is disciplined. He is even tempered. He is content with second place. He is quick to forgive an offense and he forgives not only quickly, but completely. And so that's just amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Conveniently enough, uh, this weekend um, at New Life, their sermon person who is speaking today pastor sammy did a message on fear um and they're in this series about mixed emotions and i thought it was perfect a perfect like just sign and signal that this is the next series i want to jump into about bondage because literally as i'm facing this this fear this this just being afraid um and lacking peace um, as I'm facing that, then I get hit with this message and it was like, whoa, you know, this is amazing. And so Pastor Sammy basically first started off talking about guarding our hearts. Um, and he mentioned the verse in Proverbs, which I don't know specifically the verse, but I will look it up later and make sure to leave it in the description. But he's just basically talked about guarding your heart, making sure that your heart is guarded in Christ. And then he goes on and he speaks from Mark chapter 4, verse 34, 35 through 40. And I've actually created a Bible study based off of this before. And so in my Bible study, I focused on learning what we learned from the disciples and then what we learned from Jesus. So what we learned from the disciples is how to stray away from peace. We learned that comparison strays us away from peace, that anger strays us away from peace, fear and doubt stray us away from peace. And essentially I was saying that comparison, the disciples were like, Jesus over there sleep and we over here, you know, doing everything we got to do to keep the boat afloat. 
um, why is he sleeping and we are not? We're over here working and he's not helping us. So that was the comparison that strayed us, they strayed them away from peace. And then they were angry. They were like, Lord, don't you see it? Like, don't you care about us? And I feel like that was a sense of like anger and a sense of hurt that they were like, Lord, like, do you, don't you care about us that you would get up and come and help us? And then also fear. They were just simply afraid um, of everything that was going on. And then doubt, they were doubtful that Jesus had the power that he said he had because they didn't trust that, oh, if Jesus is sleeping, then maybe I should just chill out too because he's got all power in his hands. And so those were the things that really strayed the disciples away from peace. But then we take a look at Jesus and we see that Jesus is walking in peace and that his, his, him being able to walk in peace was based off of, first of all, his relationship with God. He was able to know that God was going to take care of them. He was able to rest and resting was what helped him walk in peace because he was asleep. He was taking his rest because he had just taught all the people and he was tired. And then next thing you know, we are, uh, another, the next thing that we learned from Jesus is just that how to speak over our storms, basically telling our storms, peace, be still, be quiet, and then recognizing our power to speak over these storms. And so I love that, you know, I love that. But <laughs> what Pastor Sammy brought today was amazing because it was a completely different perspective on it. Um, and it was it was amazing. And let me just let me just read my notes from today. So basically, he starts off by saying point number one that the boat hasn't changed. Uh he mentioned that Satan loves to make us feel like there's something new that we can't face, like there's a new obstacle or a new challenge or a new struggle. Um, but when it comes to challenges, they're not new. There's nothing new under the sun. We feel like, oh, you know, I'm I'm moving to this new place. These are new challenges. It's not really new challenges. It's the same challenges as before. We're just in a new setting. And it makes, the Satan child loves to try to make us feel like, oh, well, this is new, so God can't handle this. God can handle every single thing because there's nothing new under the sun. Racism, that's been happening. Uh covid and like different diseases that's been happening you know pandemics epidemics that's happened before there's nothing new that god can't face um and so i just love that because that was amazing um and he said god is not caught off guard he is not shocked i feel like a lot of times we'd be thinking like oh god can't handle this because you know this is something new like we just instantly feel like we have to step up and take care of it and not let God take care of it. And God is like, I already knew this was going to happen. I already worked it into the plan how I'm going to take care of it. So why are you stressing out? Why are you working yourself up for it? And then the next thing that he mentions is that Jesus, that Pastor Sammy mentioned, is that Jesus is still in your boat. So no matter what, even if you're afraid, even if you're scared, a lot of times we feel like we're alone. We feel like, oh, we're going through this storm by ourselves. But Jesus is still in our boat with us. He is still back there. Even if he's sleep, even if he's not saying nothing, Jesus doesn't have to be standing there saying, Anna, you're going to be okay. You're going to get through this. He's not always having to constantly talk to us to verbally reassure us, but he can reassure us by his presence. And that's how he often reassures us. It's simply just his presence, just him being there is reassuring enough. And then point number three that Pastor Sammy mentioned was that Jesus will stand up. He said, even when you feel like you can't, like you're insignificant or like you are not equipped or you don't have enough courage to, Jesus will stand up for you. So you don't even have to stand up for yourself. <laughs> Jesus will stand up for you. And that was amazing because a lot of times I'd be trying to tell the storms in my life, peace be still. And even though I have power, um, 
It's different when Jesus steps in the scene. It's different when Jesus calms the storm. Because I can calm the storm. Because I have that power um, to speak, you know, over the things that are happening. But when Jesus does it, it's a different thing. And I have power through him, but he has ultimately all power. And so I just, I love that because it makes me feel like, you know, these struggles that I'm facing, whether with, you know, different things that are going on in my life um, and just different bondages that are going on in my life. Um, for example, like masturbation, like that's one bondage that I would love to talk about um, one day on the next, on another podcast. Um, but just different things like that. We always feel like we're overwhelmed by it and like we have to succumb to it because that's, you know, the storm that we're in, that we have to just give in to the storm because it's happening. But Jesus is like, I'm here, like I'm the answer. I am all you need. Um, And so another thing that Pastor Sammy said was, in the midst of your chaos, you are one word away from peace. Um, And when he he said this, I was like, yo, that's really powerful. And I was thinking about it. I was like, what is my one word? Jesus. Jesus is my one word. That is the word that is that is bringing peace. So by me just calling out Jesus's name, by me just declaring and praising Jesus's name even when I don't see something happening even when I'm going through the storm and I don't see how this is going to end Jesus is going to be my answer he's my rock he's my peace um in the midst of the storm and Jesus understands it all he he's not new to any of the things that we're facing he already knows what we're facing he understands everything and we just have to make sure we call on him and I just absolutely love that. And it just made me so happy because lately I've been thinking, like, what am I supposed to do? Like, I've been just so fretful and fearful and worried about everything. Um, And then there's just so many challenges and obstacles that are presenting themselves. And I'm like, how do I overcome this in a godly way? You know, because there's ways I can overcome my challenges by myself. I can be like Saul in first and second Samuel. I can be like Saul and I can, you know like, do what I need to do to get by, but I want to be like David, I want to be chasing after God's heart, I want to be recognized as someone after God's heart, I don't want to be seen as someone who took things into their own hands, I want to get to heaven, and I want to hear God say, well done, my good and faithful servant, Hannah, like, you know, you were truly a young woman after my heart, a truly a woman after my heart, eventually, and that's what I want to hear, I don't want to just be someone who loved God when things were easy and depended on God when things were easy but as soon as things got a little rough in the waters she depended on herself and that's what I'm doing a lot lately but I really want to be at the point where I depend on God for everything I trust in Jesus for everything and that he is my answer and so you know Jesus has the answer to everything when I don't know what to pray with Jesus that's all I have to say when I don't know what to sing, Jesus, that's all I have to sing. And so that just has given me so much encouragement for the week, so much enlightenment for the week. And I really hope that that gives you all encouragement as well, that no matter what you're facing, no matter what fears you're facing, there's so many things that are just making us afraid, you know, so many challenges and obstacles and, and things that are presenting themselves that may feel like they're new or may feel like they're on like just unavoidable they may feel like they're unobtainable goals may feel like they're unobtainable you may feel like you'll never get over this mountain um but Jesus that's literally the answer that's just repeating that you know 
continuously saying that, meditating on that. I feel like that's really what's going to help us through this week. Um, and how do we guard our heart in Christ? We just depend on Jesus. We really just trust him and we let him be the one to cope our hearts and cope our minds. Um, there's no way that we can guard our hearts and our minds outside of Jesus Christ. And so I'm just really praying that that is something that we will be able to do throughout the rest of this week is just call on the name of Jesus, depend on the name of Jesus, truly trust him um, in every single thing that we do, even when we don't know what to pray, even when we don't know what to say, even though we don't know what to sing or what to hope in or, or anything like that, just truly calling on the name of Jesus and saying, Lord, I'm here, <laughs> Jesus, that's all I need, you know, um, and so that's, that's basically all I have for this first podcast, um, <laughs> this first podcast in this series on true freedom, we're talking about bondages, and, you know, the bondage of fear is one that's really hard to overcome, um, but I would like to leave you with this thought, first of all, what are you afraid of, um, if you could, and if you have the opportunity to take some time to uh, write down what are some things you're afraid of. And you can either just list them out, bullet point them. You can write it about in paragraphs. You can, whatever makes you feel happy. You can even, <laughs> I don't know, get crazy with it, get creative with it and draw out your fears. I don't know, whatever. But list out what you are afraid of. And then alongside of that, I want you to truly consider and truly think about, have you given these fears to God? Have these fears been placed in the hands of Jesus Christ? And have you truly let go of those fears um, and given them over to him? And so that's your homework for the week. <laughs> that is your homework for the week is to consider what are you afraid of? Um, and have you given these fears to God? Um, and also another suggestion that I would have is just any fears that you do have that you don't know necessarily how to let go of. Um, and you don't know how to give these to God, pray over them. Pray that God will help you give those fears over to him. Um, and also just find scripture that matches every single fear that you have, that contradicts every single fear that you have, so that the enemy can no longer whisper lies and fears and doubts into your mind and into your heart. But you will be able to combat that with the word of God. Um, and so that is what I challenge you all to do this week as homework. And that is pretty much it. Also, I'm not necessarily sure what the exact name of this song is, but I will definitely link it in the description below. Um, I say description below, like this is a YouTube channel. No, I will link it in the description that you will see when you click the more tab on the <laughs> on the Spotify thingamajig. Um, but yeah, essentially, um, there's this song, and it, I heard it today when they were singing um, at New Life, and it says, it just basically is re repeating everything that we were just talking about in this podcast about fear, um, about the bondage of fear, and it says, Jesus, Jesus, you make the darkness tremble. Jesus, Jesus, you silence fear. You silence fear. Jesus, Jesus. Um, I forgot how the rest of it goes, because I can't hear it in my head and say it at the same time, but there was one more thing. Oh, yeah. It says, your name is a light that the shadows can't deny. Even the shadows can't deny Jesus's name. Your name cannot be overcome. And so I would definitely link that song 
Um, but it's just such an amazing song. It's a song that just reverberates everything that we talked about today um, and everything that is just super powerful about the name of Jesus and how he silences fear. His name cannot be overcome, how his name shines brightly in the shadows and everything. And it just further emphasizes the point that no matter what, we can call on the name of Jesus, no matter what. So throughout this week, just call on his name. Make sure that no matter what you're going through, you just remember to call on his name. Um, Because, yeah. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) So I hope you all enjoyed this uh, season two, episode one. And I will definitely catch you all on the next podcast. Have a good day. And live this week in true freedom. Oh, we should come up with like a like a catchphrase, that would be kind of cool, um, if any of you all are hearing this, and you would like to come up with a catchphrase for the end of these podcasts, that would be cool, send me some, send me some, um, I'm thinking maybe, like, live this week in true freedom, I don't know, I don't know, but hit me up, we'll see, but for now, (laughs) live out this week in true freedom, the true freedom of knowing Christ and declaring his name.